Alright, okay. Well, welcome everyone to our very first podcast, our first look, final word. The podcast where we're going to bring you along on our journey to and from the cinema when we see a movie. My name's Pete. Uh, and I'm Trevor. Uh, this podcast is about the anticipation of going to see a movie and the excitements of first impressions of having just seen it and, and leaving the theater. Yeah, and this is like our very first, so you have to bear with us, but we'll, yeah. we're going to see how it goes and hopefully you, will, you won't hate it. So basically, we're gonna, the way it's going to work is we're going to open it up with like the first section is going to be the drive there. If you can't tell from this perfect audio, we're actually sat in Trevor's car uh, on our way to see the movie. So that first part is going to be the drive there where we're just going to like talk about a little bit of background on the movie we're going to see and like just basically shoot the shit about what we're, what we're going to be doing. And then uh, obviously when we get there, we're going to go see the movie and then uh, jump back on. Yeah, and then uh, on the second half, I thought, uh, call it the drive back again, where we'd have like a two minute spoiler free part where we can give a recommendation for the movie and also a pee report of like the best times to go pee during the movie. <laughs> yeah, I like that, especially for this one. <laughs> um, yeah, then by the time we get back to our respective houses, we'll stop recording and go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, like I say, this is the first one. Uh, I think it's it's gonna it's gonna be fun. So uh, I guess now it's just time to yeah, sort of set I'll just, off. I'll put her in drive. Yeah, okay. I better get my seatbelt on. Hold on. This is the content people pay to hear, right? Hit the reverse light on there. All right. So today's movie, the very first movie for first look, final word, is gonna be Killers of the Flower Moon. Martin Scorsese's new behemoth-length movie that I wasn't really aware of how long it was until I actually properly checked. <laughs> so yeah, we we had originally scheduled for a 9:30 showing, and then yeah, we looked at the runtime, which is three hours and 26 minutes long. Yes, so that's uh, I wouldn't be against doing that, but I feel like we went for we opted for the earlier show, so hopefully we'll stay awake. <laughs> So, yeah, so I guess we could uh, just get into a bit of the background about this one. So, yeah, so 26th movie by Martin Scorsese, who's obviously the director of this one, if you weren't aware. Yeah, and uh, 17 uh, um, documentaries. On yeah, top of yeah, that. he does a lot of, like, movies. Uh, sorry, not music stuff, right? Like, yeah. con concert stuff. Like, I have, honestly, I haven't seen any of them. I, I, You've I not even seen The Last Waltz? <laughs> no, I haven't seen oh, really? I haven't okay. seen The Last Waltz. I haven't seen any of this stuff. I didn't, I've seen I didn't the... See the uh, I've yeah, seen yeah. The Last Waltz and I've seen No Direction Home, which is one Bob of his Dylan. Bob Dylan movies. Yeah, I, I think, too, right? Yeah, I think he's done another one. And like, I listen to the soundtrack for No Direction Home all the time. Yeah, like it's one of those things where I just want to, I don't really know why. I think I'm not really a big fan of concert movies, to be honest. No, me neither. But, uh, um, but like, I feel like I probably would enjoy him. I'm a big Dylan fan. And yeah, I, 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 it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get, that. I'll get to that at one point, but I just never, never have. Yeah. Well, and uh, and with the last waltz, that's when his collaboration with uh, Robbie Robertson started, oh, yeah. who has done the the music on you know a bunch of his films and uh, was a composer for this movie, and then he died like uh, like a month ago. Yeah, this is his last. This is his last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So what else? Let me. I've got some bullet points here. We can just keep us going. So yeah, it's obviously the follow up to. His last movie from 2019, which is The Irishman, which I, that's my biggest confession for today, I think, is that I still haven't seen that. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. 
I think the, it's funny because the thing that put me off that one is how long the it length, was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's three minutes longer than this movie. So right. that's that your breaking point is somewhere between <laughs> two hours and 26 minutes and two hours and 39 minutes. Exactly. Or 29 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's those two minutes that make the yeah. difference, right? No, uh, the, the Irishman is really, really good. Um, it's... It's like very distracting, obviously, like the de-aging stuff that they use in that movie. Right, and yeah. You've probably seen like the scene of old old man Robert De Niro with honestly, a young man's face. You know what it is? I think that was it. That was what put me off. Yeah. Because like, I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch that. And then I saw, I think it was that clip and that, and like the de-aging stuff always just froze me off. Yeah. So I was a bit like, I don't know if I want to sit through seeing that stuff. Well, up to that point in the movie, I would say like, you forget about the de-aging stuff. Like you still yeah. notice it but it's like the movie is good enough that you kind of forgive it. Right, and you right. see that scene where it's just like an old man kicking another guy in, in the gutter. And it's just, it's it's really, really bad. But I, I guess De Niro just insisted that he had to be the, the actual guy doing it. I don't know. Uh, no, I it looks really bad, but uh, the, the whole movie as itself is, is, is good. So it's, it's worth a watch. Yeah, I'll probably get to it at some point. I don't know. I feel, I feel like it was yeah, mixed reaction though, I feel like. Like there, I, I heard like I heard some people weren't really into it as much. And like my thing was, if I was gonna put that much effort into seeing a movie, I feel like I want to I want to at least know it's gonna be good. Although I've purposely stayed away from any reviews of, <laughs> of this one today, which uh, oh, I I'm sure I I'm, I'm sure reviews, I'm sure are yeah. probably pretty mixed. Uh, no, no, it's I I looked I looked at it as of this morning. It's ninety two percent on Seriously? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, okay, for, oh, that's pretty good for a three and a half hour movie. That's like. You know, coming to a streamer soon, I think it's pretty good. Right. Like people are going to the theater to see it and not annoyed that they went early. <laughs> right. um, so that's that's a really good sign. Yeah. That is pretty surprising actually, because it's I feel like it's usually a bit more mixed. So do we want to talk about like what our general expectations are going into this one? Yeah, we can jump right into that for sure. Yeah, because because like I'm always concerned when it's that when it's this long, because my. My worry is that like, it's like if it's if it's that long, I feel like it should be a couple of movies or like make it a freaking TV show. You know what I mean? Like, well, it does seem like if this was not a Martin Scorsese project, this would be like a ten-part miniseries right, on yeah. Apple, right? That, that's why I'm always concerned about. It's like I feel like sometimes he's trying to have his cake and eat it a bit, where it's like I'm just going to basically do like a long-form TV yeah. TV drama, but like squeeze it into just yeah. like three and a half hours well he was never he, like he was never always like this like uh no just um last temptation of christ was like three hours long mm, yeah and then i can't really think of any other ones that were that how long was gangs in new york that must have been like three hours long too yeah i don't remember feeling like i mean it just felt long i think not long yeah but like you got ones like you know raging bull taxi driver yeah, yeah. fellows which are all like you know risk 90 minutes to 120 minutes so it's not like he's always been this long but then he's had this run of um silence the irishman and now killers the flower yeah. moon which are all like epic length well i think he's like he just like he has some he has a story he really wants to tell don't he yeah and like he's not he's not he's not against when he's an old man now like no time. like who's gonna tell him to cut the movie right down? no one's gonna tell marty to yeah hey, you need to cut an hour out of this yeah <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so you're you're kind of going into it being a little more little skeptic at it, just because of the well. Length, I mean, or... I've been trying to sort of bury the lead a bit, to be honest, but I've, but <laughs> may as well come clean. Is that I, I'm not really a massive Scorsese fan. Oh wow! Like it, it's one of my my massive 
like talked about blind spots before we started recording. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, there's a lot of Scorsese movies that I've never got around to seeing. And I think it's just because I'm not like, I'm, like I say, I'm not a massive fan of oh. this. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> I feel actually... like I'm losing all my credibility. In the no, 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 not, not at all. Like, I, well, like, uh, so like, what are the big ones you've seen and then what are the big ones that you haven't seen? Uh, well, like, I, I feel like I got into it a bit more when he did like, his stuff with DiCaprio or even a bit earlier and that, like early 2000s stuff. Yeah. But like before that, like I've seen the, the good big ones, like a, like, like Casino, obviously, Goodfellas. Uh, I'm trying to think of his earlier stuff right around there. Like Raging Bull and Taxi, Taxi Driver. Driver like yeah. the, the big ones like I've yeah. seen, but, but they're not ones that I would, would go back to and watch multiple times. Like, right, I, okay. think I've, I think I've seen Taxi Driver and Raging Bull once each. Oh and really? Never, and I've never seen like his older classes one like you've never, I don't know like Mean Streets or I never seen King of Comedy that sort of stuff. Okay, yeah, you never went through like the you know Taxi Driver poster on your dorm room wall. No, that kind of thing? no. Yeah. I, I basically forced myself to watch it because it was one, it was the one of those movies. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I, yeah, well, I watched it's, it. And it's, I was part like, of, it's part of like the canon. For yeah, sure. you, you, you got to watch that. Yeah. And no, I, I, I was like, I, maybe I've added I built it up too much in my mind because of that. Yeah. But I watched it and I was like, yeah, that was, that was all right. That was good. So what, what would you say is your, is your favorite of those that you've seen? Like, do you like the more recent ones with DiCaprio? Yeah, I, I got a bit more into them with that. Although there's some that I'm not really into, like The Aviator and stuff like that. I let, you know, I, I, <laughs> I didn't realize like that The Aviator had a bit of a mixed reputation. Like, does, does it though? Because I don't know if it does. I just I just remember. I hear people shitting on it all the time online. Really? Um, but like I. Did, 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 that, that won awards though, didn't it? I think it did, I but like I think it, it just didn't age well. Like, uh, I think Kate Blanchett won Best Supporting right, for, right. Uh, um, geez, why is the name escaping me now? Um, for portraying, <laughs> she's losing all my credibility. <laughs> I, here. I don't know. Uh, for portraying the real life actress whose name is now escaping me. Oh, shit. I knew, yeah, let's I just play, we'll yeah. edit it. We'll edit it in at the end. just drop it in. Oh, Hepburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I feel like he got nominated for a lot of stuff, but I think that might have just been it. But uh, no, I, I really liked The Aviator. I saw it when it first came out and then um, loved it. Like, I think up until very recently, that would probably be my favorite DiCaprio performance. Right. Um, really? Yeah, but I'm not the biggest DiCaprio fan. It's my, right, it's my, it's my private confession. <laughs> um, but no, I've... I'm kind of the opposite of you. Like I'm a Scorsese, yeah. like ultra oh, there fan. You go. This will work well. This will work well. <laughs> I come out and be like, "Fuck, oh, I was a killer movie, shit." Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, my expectations going in is that this will be like one of my new favorite yeah, movies. Right. Like, gotcha. like, so <laughs> unless like it's like my top movie of the year, I'm actually going to be um, disappointed. disappointed in it. But no, I uh, I've pretty much seen like all the all the big movies. Like I have a few gaps. Like I haven't seen. Alice doesn't What's live the one here he did anymore. Like the Dalai Lama. Yeah, it's like K- Kundin. I haven't, yeah, I haven't I seen that seen one, that. but I think that no one has seen that one. Basically, <laughs> basically, that's like if you're a proper like Scorsese head. Well, because I think like it was purposely like killed by the mm. studio. I think it was Disney. Just like oh, didn't yeah. want to distribute it because like China. it just mentions Tibet. Like I, <laughs> I don't even know really what the like. I guess just just having the Dalai Lama as the and I guess we're writing off any Chinese sponsors for this podcast right. just by having it <laughs> here. Yeah, causing um, ripples already. Man. Yeah, so I, I I haven't seen that one, but I think I've seen like I think I've seen every movie of his since then and before that. Like I haven't seen 
the color of money. I, you know what? That was one that I actually did see and I liked. I don't know why that was one. Yeah. I think I had, there was like a VHS copy in my house or something, or I managed to get a VHS copy and I, and I actually quite liked that. Yeah, that's like Even though Paul, Paul Newman and Tom yeah. Cruise, right? Yeah, because it was a sequel to The Hustler, which, yeah, which the, I've never seen. You've never seen The Hustler, no, yeah. No. It's so weird to see The Color of Money, but you've never seen The Hustler. <laughs> like, it took me, took me a bit to realize that it was a sequel. Yeah, no, The Hustler's really good. And uh, yeah, I think that's what they gave Paul Newman his yeah, Oscar yeah, for, yeah, right? I, I was reading, the, I read about that actually earlier today, because I, I remembered The Color of Money, and I was like, oh shit, I remember that movie. And, I guess they gave him one of the like you know the honorary. Yeah, they gave it to him the year, year before, before yeah. and then he finally won his best, well, best actor. Because there's the probably year. like ten roles he should have won for, oh, like man. like yeah, he should have won for the yeah, Hustler. I, read that. I was like, with. that's crazy. How would he yeah. not win an award before that? That's insane. And then I haven't seen um, New York, New York. Oh, I haven't seen that. Which either, is no. like his big big flop from the, oh, yeah, the yeah. late '70s. And then I haven't seen Alice Doesn't Live Here anymore. No, I've not seen that one either. Um, and I've seen Mean Streets, but I ha- I think he's done two. He did two before that. I haven't seen, but I've, I've basically you know seen. I've got, you know what? I've got his filmography. Here, so oh, there you go. Let me okay. pull it up. It's like just box, talk- Boxcar Bertha. Is that like his second like, one? Why don't we just quickly run through these and we'll do <laughs> okay. there's, there's only 26 of them. I mean, we, got, we, got, we got time to kill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We did six, 1967 is his first one. Who's yeah. Knocking at My Door? I don't even know what that is. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. No. Then he did Obsessions. Box- are, are some of these shorts? No, these are all his features. All 26 features. Obsessions, yeah. I, don't, I, I haven't heard of Yeah, then he did Boxcar Brother, then Mean Streets. I've seen that one. Then Alice Doesn't Live Her Anymore. I haven't seen then it. Taxi Driver, yeah. New York, New York, Raging oh. Ball, King of Comedy. Yep. After Hours. Yeah, After Hours. I'm not seen you've that. never seen. Yeah, After oh. Hours is like really near the top for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Color of Money. No, I haven't Last seen Last Temptation it. of Christ, I haven't yeah. seen. Goodfellas. Yeah. Cape Fear. Yeah, Cape Fear. I've yeah. never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's it's pretty good like uh people are just complaining about it i saw there's like a thread on how like oh, yeah? it stinks compared to the original and i actually, i haven't seen the original but i, 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 I quite either. like quite like robert's nero in that one yeah i never saw that one either age of innocence yeah didn't see that pretty one. good casino yeah told you touched on condon bringing out the dead i never saw yeah do you know that one uh, i know like, of it but yeah, i never Nick, saw it Nick cage driving yeah up, yeah is it like uh, an ambulance for... or something yeah, John Goodman's in it, and like uh, Patricia Arquette. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was one that I've, I think I've seen a couple of scenes on. Like, it's really, it's really good, but it's kind of forgotten. Right? Um, just because like the guy's done twenty six movies, <laughs> like, well, that's what, well, fifteen of them are like you know extremely good. So there's going to be some that just kind of get dropped. Yeah, when, I, when I was looking at this before uh, printed out earlier today, I was like. I think I'm pretty sure I know most most Scorsese movies. I was like, it's like, <laughs> fucking hell, I don't know half of these. Movies. Yeah, he, well, he's just very prolific. Like he right? just, he just, he. Well, works. I mean, he's been going since the '60s. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Right. Where were we up to there? Uh, bring bring up the, then Gangs of New York. I don't think we talked about that yet, have we? Yeah, Gangs of New York. I like again. I like that. I like that I, one. I remember liking it when I watched it, and this is what, and I think this is my thing with most of his movies. I I enjoy when I watch them. You just don't want to revisit well, them? Yeah, and I don't know why, because I feel like if I did revisit some of these, I'd probably like them a lot more. Because, like, Taxi Driver I probably haven't seen for 20 years. Oh, wow. No, yeah, and Gangs of New York, I think I probably watched, like, four times in the... Really? Well, in, like, the two years, like, when right, it first right. came out. Was, I, I yeah, really, you're, you're a big repeat viewer, though, man. You, I feel like you watch a lot of stuff over and over again. Well, like, I was, I was very into Scorsese, like, 
in like my first year of university. Oh, yeah. So I watched I, like, a lot. Like I, the cool movie. Kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I used to, I used to like burn movies onto DVDs oh, yeah. and I still have the binder at home. And like, there's a lot of Scorsese in there. Um, and like, you just, a, I think you just admitted to a crime there, Trevor, to be honest. I think the statue. I think the statues of limitations is. You know what? I was given. I was given the copies by a person who had obtained them legally. There you go. So that's I, better. Yeah. You don't condone yeah. copyright infringement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, I uh, my my binder of DVDs, which I still haven't given up on. Like, oh, yeah. there's quite a lot of. You Scorsese. got a DVD player in your house? Well, like my PlayStation Five. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I actually, I still have a, a VHS player that's like right. that's in very good condition because it belonged to my grandma and she never used it, so it's actually nice. pretty good. But uh, waiting for VHSs to come back in vogue. Eh? Well, I I popped like I popped a movie in once to see how it looked right. and like it was like good quality, but then I just went and downloaded, <laughs> downloaded it. Sometimes you got the nostalgia factor will come back at some point. Yeah, that's awesome. Not to go on a tangent, but I saw a clip of someone who was saying that like they bought up a bunch of VHSs, they were like they're sure it was going to come back. Some yeah, I don't, I don't that? think they're like LPs like in that way. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you never know, right? It could be I think a laser disc will come back before that. You reckon? Laser disc, like that was more for like movie movie buffs, though, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I, I, mean, I never had a laser disc. Right, shit, where were we up to on our list? We got, we got yeah. sidetracked on getting to New York. Okay, yeah, but I really liked it, actually, before we move on. I, I really liked it, but, I mean, I wouldn't put it in... I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to watch it again. No, like, I, I don't have a... I don't really have any urge to see it anytime soon. I think Daniel Day-Lewis is, like, incredible. Yeah, that's what I remember, that's, that's what I remember about him. Yeah, it's it's just, not a hot amazing. take to say that he's a good actor. Know, right? It's like, well, shockingly, he was, yeah. he was really good. <laughs> yeah, and, like, John C. Riley in that is pretty good, too. See, I, see, I forgot he was even in it. Yeah, and Cameron Diaz is kind of the weak point of the movie, yeah, but I thought she was yeah. I, I thought she was fine. Like, yeah, it's pretty much her career, isn't it? Oh jeez, shots fired! <laughs> Our people are gonna come after us now. The Cameron Diaz stands after me. Yeah. Alright, yeah, the, and then after that, Aviator, which we yeah. talked about, The Departed. I don't really talked about The Departed, have we? No, I don't think Wasn't so. Wasn't that his first Oscar? Yeah, that that's his own. That's still his, his only, only one. Yeah, his only, like, and it's like uh, basically making up for him not winning yeah, for. It's a, it's a funny thing. You go through all these movies, Ball. and he gets to that one before he gets the statue. Yeah. <laughs> Good movie though. I like it. I like it. I like it quite a bit. Did you Did you ever see uh, Infernal, Infernal Affairs. Affairs? Yeah, I was just gonna say that, I, that, that's a great movie. I've seen the first one and I haven't seen the whole trilogy, which I've no, I no, I only saw the first one out yeah. there, to be honest. I've been eyeing it up on the, like the Criterion. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, like they have like a the whole trilogy, but it costs like one hundred twenty dollars. Right, so yeah. wait, waiting for the right time. Wait, wait until the advertising checks come in from this, and you'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then this is the one actually the next one was one I like to talk about because this would be one of my favourite Scorsese movies Shutter Island okay which doesn't get any credit I feel like nobody talks about Shutter Island yeah well because and like because every single person guessed the twist while watching the I, I didn't oh really I okay. thought it was a good twist maybe I'm just like, no you just not you, smart on twist no you, you you love the magic of movies like yeah, you, just I do. Get, you just get pulled in yeah I because I remember being like totally lost Thinking like I love I love a good thriller like that where I'm like I don't know what's going on yeah and then well, then, uh, and then it all sort of comes together in the end you know I I can't take credit for it because uh, what year did Shutter Island come out was that 2010 uh, 2010 yeah you okay got it. yeah cause I think like I had just seen uh, like I'd gone to see The Dark Knight maybe with some friends mm, and right. like the trailer for 
Shutter Island was on before. Oh, that. yeah, I, I think yeah, I had yeah. the right. And then my friend leaned out over to me, and he's like, I really hope the twist at the end is not just he's one of the Spoilers. patients there. <laughs> and Spoilers. so then, like, I had that going into the, the whole time. Oh, really? So, like, he had guessed the spoiler right uh, from the get-go. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't see that coming at all. I thought it was done real yeah. well. I actually, I quote a, a certain line from that movie to Steph oh, yeah? uh, all the time. Steph, Steph, your wife. Ben, yeah. I was wondering. <laughs> so, like, there's... <laughs> the scene where um, the scene where Michelle Williams has like just come in from murdering their children. Yeah. So that like, was a great. Uh, she was great in that, that small role. So freaking creepy. Yeah. So I, I I quote that line coming in coming in like I say like, oh wh- why why are you all wet like what's going on and then she's she's like can you not say that that's like the creepiest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, especially with the implications. But... Yeah. No, I love it. I don't know why. I just do. And then, isn't uh, who's his partner in that one? It's um, Ruffalo. Yeah, it's Ruffalo, yeah. right? Yeah. I love a bit of Ruffalo. Yeah. <laughs> he's good in it. Yeah, all right, moving on from that. Hugo. I have seen Hugo. Yeah, did you see that in theaters? Uh, yeah. I saw Hugo like. I might have, actually. I saw it like last year and yeah. I didn't like it at all. No? I can. I remember thinking it was all right. I was a big fan of that kid. What's his name? Asa, Asa Butterfield, is it? Yeah, the guy, kid from. I quite um... liked him. I thought he was good. Kind of dropped off. He's in that TV. Yeah, he's show. from he's from Ender's Game, right? Yeah, yeah, Ender's he was in Ender's Game. He was like the new up and coming like amazing kid actor. Yeah, I'm sure he's in like fifty. I think he's in uh, he's in that TV show, uh, Sex Education. I think I don't watch it, but I've oh, okay. seen him in it. I think he's like the main. That's kid the in that. that's like the British Netflix show. Is I don't think so. It's got uh, a Gillian Anderson and stuff in there. Oh, is that not, is that not a British show? Is it? I have no idea. I've no, I, I've never seen it. Steph watched it, but so. I, I have no oh, idea. I didn't think it was British. Maybe it is. Yeah, because I guess they're all British accents. I haven't actually watched it, so I'm just sort of guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Hugo, I thought was all right. Well, I liked I, the bit at the end where it was just that where he does that one and he goes through all the building. I was just like technical. Like, that's a good. That's yeah, thing like I do a, like about Scorsese movies. They're technically, they're just like yeah. immaculate. But I, I I watched it a year ago, like, and I, I didn't see it in three D. And like, right, it's one of like right, the yeah, yeah. you know marquee three D movies. Like yeah, yeah. Avatar, Hugo, and and Coraline are kind of the big three in my mind, anyways. And I I didn't see uh, I didn't see Hugo in theaters, so it felt a little flat to me. And I feel like that. Like it's kind of like a swan song for the silent era. Yeah, and that's like, basically what it was. Yeah, um, yeah, just uh, just didn't quite land for me. But maybe because I didn't get to enjoy the technical aspects of it that no, as much. No, I guess like, when I was thinking about it today, I remember thinking that it wasn't that great. But the more I thought about it, I, I, I did quite enjoy it. But I couldn't tell you what the fuck happens in it. To be honest, I just remember that end scene. <laughs> Yeah, it's like him running around a train station, and it's Sasha Baron Cohen oh. doing like, like probably his best work yeah, outside of Borat. Like, he was in really <laughs> He is good at that. Yeah, I he's he like, oi! <laughs> <laughs> he got like a limp or something. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot he was in it, but yeah, that's no, a good one. All right, we're getting we're getting to we're getting we're getting to the end here. The so race we'll rattle yeah. through. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, no, I great movie. I uh, I like it not as much as some people though. No, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, like I feel like there was a big sort of momentum to that where people were just like so into it. Yeah, and I get why it's really good, but 
Well, it's also like I think it's, yeah, it's people probably, like it for the wrong reasons. I think yeah, it's, it's, all, thing. it's all like the meatheads in it. Who think, yeah. think he's a, <laughs> like totally missed the point and think he's yeah. a hero. Who just like you know <laughs> they love the pounding of the chest. Yeah, it's stuff, like right? oh these guys I, are amazing. It's like no, they're not. That's the point. Yeah, that's the thing with satire. <laughs> so I, I feel like that gets in my way of enjoying it a little bit. Though I I did I did really really like it at the time. Yeah. Um, just hasn't aged that well in my my head, but maybe it's no. one, one to revisit. But so many great scenes in that though. Well. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Silence, which yeah. I have I haven't seen. Silence is really good. Yeah, I, and like I hear it's very good, and everything about it, everything I say is like this is an amazing movie. But I don't know what it is. Whenever I read anything about it, like, it just sounds so dull. Well, it's <laughs> it's like it's very slow and contemplative, right? and it's like it's, it's like in the right headspace for something like that. It's about like being religiously persecuted, and yeah. it's about like faith uh which is a, is a theme that's very important to him but it's not necessarily gonna be the most like you know dramatically rivet, riveting but it I, you know i i think it's really really good yeah i mean it's pretty highly rated it's one of his best i think yeah it made like zero dollars i think so then <laughs> yeah, no doubt. A, after that he uh he's pretty much had to retreat to the streaming world although he's still getting like 200 million dollars to, to make yeah, movies that, that, yeah i guess we can wrap that up because then he does go into the irishman in 2019 and then, yeah. and then that was his last movie but then this new one which is interesting because that's one, something i did want to talk about is the budget he's got like when i saw the budget for this movie i'm like what's he spending that on 200 million dollars like it doesn't look like this movie has got massive spectacle in it well how yeah how much like is is leo still getting paid 20 million Movie. Yeah, and I like, mean, uh, and imagine, the, imagine the majority of that has got to be paying for the talent, which, you, which you, I can understand. What, 200 million? That's insane. Yeah, I don't know. Like, can... Though, it's very encouraging because, like, I think he got 200 million to make The Irishman 2 from Netflix, and, like, no studio at the time would give him $200 no. million to make that movie. Well, I mean, he'd tell, like, I'm guessing they would have had to put a lot of, of, of effort into the the uh, digital effects and stuff in that movie though yeah well but here like it is a period piece which can get pretty expensive so like, I guess I, that's why I mean I'm looking forward to seeing it because I want to see like where this money's gone <laughs> he spares, spares no expense uh, I mean I guess no it was pretty sweet craft services I, I, I think we are kind of at like you know a crucial moment in like the streaming era because it seems like Apple's throwing a lot of money around and Amazon's throwing a lot of money around and both studios are willing to put their yeah, movies was, into theaters, which is like... Yeah, that is a big is, thing that, that, that did change. I'm glad they moved away from that because even yeah. like Disney was starting going down that route. Yeah, and like it, it seems like Netflix is like still digging its heels in, but like, you know, Apple spent $200 million on this movie and, you know, you know which would put the, a traditional break-even point at like oh, $400 man. million, which like there's... Basically, no chance that this movie can get to four hundred million. No, you wouldn't think it was at fifty-five million as of this morning when I checked. Um, so it has a good chance to, like, you know, maybe could do one fifty uh, for its whole run. It's just, um, it's just interesting. Which would be the... great for this kind of movie, but like, it it would be seen as a failure. But like, this is just kind of like extra money on the table for well, Apple, well, that's right? Just it, right? I mean, I don't think they're too too worried about that. Yeah. I think they're just doing it more for the prestige and the and the awards. Yeah, exactly. Well, and if you can make. 150 million dollars back mm -hmm. and then make guys like us who like going to the theater to see <laughs> right. movies happy then you yeah. know it's it's kind of a win-win yeah it's interesting though because they seem willing to like pump all that money into something like this for a scorsese but like, if someone who else is making period pieces based off of like books that people want to get made and they're getting 
nowhere near anything like that kind of budget. Yeah, like, well, I think like this, this does not get made as a movie if it's not no, attached no, to like yeah, a, said that a before, big director, yeah, right? Like, right about that. Um, so it's probably a, it's probably a period piece, like ten part episode on Apple, and the budget is like fifty million, yeah, and then you can yeah. really like see the cheapness in it. Mm -hmm. um, although, like maybe not, like may maybe they do a good job, but like obviously, like it wouldn't be like cinematic on the same scale. No. And wouldn't star Leonardo DiCaprio. And oh Robert well, yeah, and that's the big thing in it. Yeah, because that, that's what I mean when I say I want to see if I can see the money on the screen. So like, yeah. Has Has Leo ever done a TV series? Ooh, not that I can think of. No, I don't think so. I don't think he has. Like considering how like TV's become so prestige, he he hasn't done one yet. Well, I'm, he's still he's he's been, he's been able to keep his. Keep that prestige, yeah. that prestige going, right? It's not, it's not like a De Niro. He's just does like, yeah, does like three shockingly horrible comedies, and then pops up in a Scorsese movie. Yeah, he's in a Scorsese movie or like a David O. Russell movie, and then does like a lot of terrible, terrible things in between there. Um, what's your What's your favorite De Niro performance? What's your favorite DiCaprio performance? Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I really like De Niro. In, in like the old the, the, even though I said I'm not massive Scorsese fan I think like Goodfellas yeah is probably one of my best of his yeah I think like and this has a bit of a recency bias but I honestly think my favorite performance of him is in The Irishman really I can wow um, it's like it's a very quiet performance like he, yeah, do, yeah. he doesn't have a lot of like inner life to him mm. um, but there are some like key crucial scenes that he does like he does some like acting on the phone with like no one else in the oh, room yeah, but yeah. him right um that i have to think like you know maybe there's like two or three guys who could do like that hmm. that kind of scene um yeah i feel i think maybe i just have a bias of it like when i think classic de niro, de niro performances I, I go back to the young de niro right in those, yeah. in those movies even though i've admitted i've not seen the best of them <laughs> and I, 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 th I think after that i would probably say the king of comedy yeah, I haven't seen that. I really should. <laughs> yeah, I think that's you know, yeah, it's like it's it's essential. Like it's it's really good. Well, if you've seen Joker, you've I was gonna say I was gonna say I've seen Joker, so I'm probably alright now. But uh, but no, he he's really great in it. And then I I you know I do really like him in Raging Bull. Right. Um, right. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, Casino and Goodfellas as well. Yeah, that's like when I think of classic, you know, they're the one, they're the two. I always think of Casino and the, yeah, and Goodfellas. I kind of well, I. <laughs> It's interesting because I had someone describe De Niro as a comedy actor. Me, <laughs> well, I mean, I, that's probably fair. Like, for the last 30 years, he, he sort of has been, right? But yeah. like, you know, he but, won two Oscars in dramas, right? True so, enough, yeah. But I guess if you looked at his total filmography overall, it probably, it's probably, probably a out, right? higher percentage of comedies at this yeah. point. Because <laughs> he bangs them out well, so he did, quickly. Did three Meet the Parents right? Yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> meet the Parents, jeez. And then, yeah... Uh, the intern did too it was oh, really good yeah. recently. What was the other one he did recently? Grandpa one, like warring with his grandkids. Isn't that like bad grandpa or something oh, like no, that? I remember seeing. I haven't. I, I think that was see like it. that was Johnny Knoxville when he got grandpa. Oh yeah, <laughs> the war, I, I, I think it was like the war with grandpa. Yeah, yeah. I, I never saw it, but I just remember seeing. I can't remember. It must have been a streaming service that did that one because I, I remember just seeing tra ads for it constantly in the same trailer over and over again when my kids had TV on. Yeah. So I feel like I've seen it because I saw like the five scenes that were any good. 
So what about uh, what about DiCaprio? Yeah, DiCaprio. I don't know. I'm not a massive DiCaprio fan. Like, he's obviously an amazing actor, but, but um, he's not one that I really. I gotta I gotta commend him because like in the trailer for this movie, like he mm. just looks like dog shit. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, good for you. I know. Right? Yeah. I mean, he definitely went went from like his earlier years of being that pretty boy actor to, yeah. to like properly doing. Yeah, like decent meaty roles, especially his, his stuff with Scorsese is my favorite stuff. Yeah, like I, I might say, I might say The Departed. Um, I liked him in The Aviator too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, not Aviator Two. <laughs> they <laughs> the they, they didn't make a sequel to that. Keep I, I liked him in The Aviator as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think those would probably be the two highest for me. Like, you know what I really liked him in. Gonna yeah. say Gilbert Grave? No, I'm, <laughs> yeah. no, I was gonna say yeah, Django Unchained. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's playing like, such a meaty role. Yeah, just there. like a sort of, like proper big, big, big role, like where you can just like go, go, go a bit nuts. But yeah, he's, he's really. Good yeah, in that. oh, that's a good point though too. Like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's really mm, good. Too. Yeah, I yeah. actually liked his performance a lot better than Brad Pitt's in that one. Yeah, I feel like Brad Pitt was just kind of. You just do, I guess. Doing, doing, doing Brad Pitt. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that, but. No, yeah, he is. I liked him in Shutter Island. Like I said, one of my favorites that he's done. <laughs> so, uh, oh, uh, Inception. Oh yeah, yeah, Inception. He's good in that. That's a good movie. So, for uh, for this movie, like, do you know any of the background of like the no, history events yeah. of this? Uh, not really. I mean, I've heard a bit. Well, I've not like I'm not read the book, and I'm not. Look, I've purposely like not looked into the story because I, I think I wanted to go in as sort of, as fresh as I could. Without, yeah. without being uh yeah being I, too in the know i know a little bit but i only know a little bit because when i first read about this movie being made i read up on it like i right, right. like it's i and i'm mostly going into it blind like i know the elevator pitch for what's yeah, gonna yeah. go down on a lot of like north american history i'm not really savvy to like i grew up in england so uh, a lot of that stuff not that i, I don't even know well, if it's just drop that, that bombshell on me all right but uh yeah, but I've got a bit of I've got a gist of what it's about, right? Like, like native land with oil on it or something. Yeah, and yeah. Basically, they they're sort of like they're affluent, but because like, that's what I heard about. It's me. I've, I've I've tried not to look at. I know you you were very very spoiler conscious, right? Yeah, I don't like spoilers. I don't like I don't usually like hearing too many reviews because I feel like it can muddy your opinion like yeah. going in and change your expectations so I, I shouldn't have said that 92 percent part is no no it's, i mean it's early days right so i don't, well, I, don't usually tr- like, I don't usually trust those things anyway well that's true because it's still like you know like it hasn't been released on apple yet so right, just yeah. the people who've gone to see it in the theater who are like you know usually like stands yeah. yeah things usually get pretty good unless unless there's like if people jump on to kick it which happen with Scorsese movies no no well and especially because he's like you know I'm gonna guess he's like 87 year old man like right. you don't want to hurt your grandpa's feelings right <laughs> he's like a, a bit of a legend as well right so yeah. people don't usually stick the boo in all right well uh we're just getting to the the theater now so we'll just put it in park and say goodbye until uh until we come back after the movie and Again, there will be like a, a spoiler-free, like two-minute review right after right, right. the break uh, to let you know whether it's it's worth your time or not. And yeah, then... it's going to be interesting to see how that how we how we do it for the first time. I feel like we can get 
deep into like yeah. everything that happens with the whole like plot of the movie. So yeah, so yeah, well, I guess uh, we'll probably sound a lot more tired <laughs> like in the next few minutes when you hear us. It's been like almost four hours probably, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Alright, All right. off we go uh, home. Um, yeah, and we've not discussed uh, our thoughts on the movie so far, is that right, sir? Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a new thing, right? Like, <laughs> trying not to talk about it yeah. <laughs> as you're walking out of the theater, but... I, I, did, was... uh, I did see there were a couple of people who fell asleep during the movie, but I think... Oh, yeah? That was mostly because of the demographic of the people who were there. <laughs> I didn't see anybody leave, though. Or maybe towards the end, someone, I don't know, they just yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. So yeah. To be honest, it was long, and I'm feeling tired. But I, I, I didn't find myself, like, drifting. You know, like, in long movies, when you find yourself yeah. drifting, I didn't really feel that way. It kept me, it kept me engaged. Yeah. Well, we should say, like, it, it, was a, it was a very full theater, which was really uh-huh. good to see. Yeah. Um, average age was probably about... 50 I, I <laughs> yeah, would say I think that's fair yeah, yeah um so I guess it's like a you know it's a, a movie targeted it's boomers like, I guess it's not like seniors night tonight is it <laughs> Friday <laughs> I don't think so but uh you know that's a good sign like when that demographic goes out to see a movie uh, right. it doesn't happen too often um all right should we do it then like okay, yeah, what, what? killers of the flower moon what, what are your thoughts trevor having just come out of seeing it okay i think it is a stone cold masterpiece and i <laughs> i fucking loved it i thought it was amazing it was very long but i i stone cold masterpiece yeah. he says i don't think that there is any fat on that movie like it i don't know man i feel like i mean i don't think i'm as big, gonna be as up on it as you are i thought it was really really good but I think there's definitely fat on it. Where's the fat? I mean, not fat, but I mean, and this, I, you know, it's funny. It's like we were saying on the way here. I, I like it would be a really good like series. Mm-hmm. Like I, fe- I feel like when you have those kind of things, you have the time, right, where you can just sit in a scene and like yeah. just really just dig into the characters. Then there was a lot of that, right, where it's like. Not much, not much is happening, but it's just like we're gonna spend like twice yeah. as long as is really necessary just on this bit, just oh, be, just just, to, just so that you that you get in, which is good. You get more, right? That's what that's what I love. Like, yeah, and, I, and, and I do. I don't mind it, but I just I feel like that definitely you could you could have cut it down a bit. All right, that's fair enough. <laughs> I I uh, I love all the time like where you know you have Robert De Niro kind of just like explaining to, to dumb shit Leo DiCaprio or something and like they really just take your time and then any sane person would say like Leo like this yeah, guy's right. fucking no good <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. Are we, are we going in spoilers like are we gonna hit on spoilers or should we do should we like so what mark say, like, I, I, I say Stone Cold Masterpiece what's your what's your like you, you'd recommend seeing it obviously oh yeah definitely I, I, like I say I think it's a very very good movie like I definitely do four four, four stars or whatever I don't know right. why I get into star ratings because I hate that wanky shit but let's do our star rating at six <laughs> at six yeah. that's just gonna be confusing yeah <laughs> we do halves max is six and a half six and a half okay yeah. okay yeah I'll agree to that uh, I'm trying to think like like of percentages, like what is what is six divided by six and a half? 
Are you looking it up right now? Uh, I'm just making sure this is actually recording. Yeah, sorry, it's recording. I'll have to cut that bit out. <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but like a yeah, like very good. I, I, I don't know why it's, it's the same same sort of thing I was talking about that I have a lot of reactions to Scorsese movies. I'm like, I definitely know that was a technically brilliant movie that was yeah. excellent, cross the board amazing performances, like good great story. But there's something about where I'm like, don't think I'll need to watch that ever again in my life. <laughs> okay, yeah, I I I can I can totally get that. I I was sort of feeling the same way like through the first two hours I'm like oh right. this is this is very good but it's not quite the level I was expecting it to be. It def, that's fair it definitely picked up and in that last end. hour like Jesse Plemons comes walking yeah. in and <laughs> like just elevates the movie to another level like once once the FBI gets there I think the movie does kick into a whole other gear yeah I, I'd agree with that and I think that's where I was talking more about you could cut a lot of that like I think the first two thirds of that movie you could cut way down like, like there yeah, was a like lot. I, there was you, a lot of it. Went through a like, lot. I guess um, you just would have to sacrifice some of the character stuff. Yeah, and that's um, all it is, right? Like it went through a lot of just the setup of yeah. getting that, getting that stuff together, and getting the family together before it got to any of like the meat of the actual story. Yeah, which is good. I mean, you need setup. You need to be invested in the characters. I just felt like there was a lot of like, yeah. why do I care about this guy? Okay, and we maybe we can go into spoilers soon. I wanted to give my P update, which I was tracking. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I was tracking the time of the movie on my watch, and I went to pee <laughs> at one hour and 46 minutes. Right. Um, and I came back at uh, 1.48, so I made very good time <laughs> well, in the bathroom. Well, it's actually a great example, because normally, like, I'm always worried about going to the bathroom, so I'm going to miss so much when I go to the bathroom, but you could go to the bathroom in that movie, come back out, and they're still having the exact same conversation. I know. I feel like I feel like I, I still feel like I missed a good bit though. No, I remember. I remember the exact scene you left, and I was like, "Yeah, you pretty much didn't, like didn't need any context." Yeah, I, th I think I think I got it, but I think I did miss some like you know character moments where yeah, like yeah. you know two snakes were talking to each other basically exactly, and yeah, realizing who they really were. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the, the facade went out a bit. Yeah. Did you want to talk about your food? <laughs> which is spoiler no, I free I don't really want to get into that okay. they messed up my food order it was annoying yeah but uh yeah. no, no yeah. one got their tacos no one got their large popcorn <laughs> yeah there was some free some free popcorn shrimp floating around I think they're ruining it but okay well, well we'll move into a spoiler free zone after this yeah sure yeah we can get we can dig into it get yeah. into the meat of it why not like insert like a a buzzer sound right there <laughs> like a ding yeah, okay. Like a warning, like a klaxon, I suppose, right? Yeah. Beyond here, be spoilers, you've been yeah. warned. But, I mean, if you're doing this right, you would have, like, joined us on the ride down and then gone to watch it yourself, so... Yeah, fair, yeah. <laughs> All right. right, so, yeah, what do you, what do you where, really where think? To, where to start? No, no, like, like, I think... I don't know, I've... I want to... I'm trying to figure out... I'm trying to formulate how to say what I'm feeling... I think I felt like it, it was supposed to be it was framed as like DiCaprio's character's story right like mm -hmm. it seemed to be mostly about him yeah but I feel like that might not have been the best way to tell that story well when the movie was first announced and like the roles were announced right people saw like Jesse Plemons mm. as the yeah that's as what the I mean investigator and people thought oh it's like Plemons like 
actually the main character of this and right. Leo is the supporting just because like people who are familiar with the book oh, okay. like, I just have to assume the book focuses a bit about, more on more the investigation the case that, yeah, yeah that's um, probably true so yeah so I, I kind of had a similar thought like I thought from what I had gathered from like doing a little bit of back research on the story and like judging from the trailer I thought the movie was going to follow like you know um, Ernest's character is sent into the situation by his uncle right. and then he slowly realizes what his uncle is, yeah, is getting yeah. up to and then he, he like turns his back on him and then he's like you know no I'm gonna side with what my, my newfound family now yeah like is, is it I'm, I'm assuming it's based off of some sort of truth or is it just fiction I think it's a, I, you know I think those are I think those are all real characters like and that's kind of what I thought because in my mind I was like oh like this this Ernest like Leonardo DiCaprio's character Ernest whatever his name is he's like basically being taken advantage of because he's an idiot yeah by by everybody by everybody <laughs> except, except for right? his wife he just can't right? see it and he's actually not a bad guy uh, and then he's going to realize that and do the right thing in the end right yeah. that's, why, that's why how you would expect the movie to go but, then, but at the same time it's like well no because he's not just stupid he's actually a fucking horrible person as well Yeah, like, <laughs> and I, he makes plenty of decisions that are so that are selfish and, it, and, and he knows what he's doing and I think it's not that he's just like wholly an idiot I think no, he, no. he is like a slightly below average right, intelligence yeah, person exactly. who is out of his depth yeah and like, like he definitely gets manipulated but if he was a good person he would have definitely not yeah. done a lot of those things he still, he still is like an active party to murder but he yeah. just he thinks that it'll just benefit him yeah. and it won't like impact his family orbit although we could talk about that whether he like he knew that he was like slowly killing his wife which I think he oh he definitely did, did. yeah so yeah. like what what I think is so fascinating about the character is that he has a moral compass like you could right. see that he's bothered by these but things he, that he he's doing anyway. but he still is doing it um and like DiCaprio plays that plays it really really well in those yeah, moments he really, when, like, he really does and like I'm not against characters being complex and like not, it doesn't, no one has to be like good or like have that arc that perfect arc or whatever yeah. But I don't know, I just struggle sometimes with like, okay, so this is a fucking horrible person. So I'd rather just know more about this character. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we spend more time with the wife? Like, they put her in, like, just lay in bed for like two thirds well, of the she, movie. She, yeah, she was knocked out for about a third. A she, third and she was great. Movies. Like, the, the actress was amazing. Yeah, Lily Gladstone, I think. Well, we can get into like our MVP talk, but yeah. I think like she's probably definitely the MVP of the movie. Right. Um, I hadn't. I've only seen her in one thing before. Seen her oh in yeah, what well, was she been in? I, I saw I her. Re- I, didn't, I don't recognize her from anything. She was in certain women, like the Kelly Reichardt movie. Oh right, yeah, I've not seen that. Um, which she actually kind of stole that movie. Oh yeah. Too. Uh, yeah, because she's like with some heavy hitters and yeah, she's no, like, fucking stealing the scenes. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, Leo DiCaprio, I, I really liked. At certain points, like he's doing like his regular yes, thing. Yes, definitely. Yeah, like, I know when, <laughs> when he shouts, like every time he shouts, he shouts the exact same way he does in every single movie. Yeah, and he and does like, that little like grin thing where he just like just twitches and it edges of his mouth and does that all the time. And then like I feel like he was overplaying the accent a little bit. Yeah, sometimes. and I, I couldn't. It, it took me a while to get past the the teeth. Like the prosthetic, yeah, like the he, prosthetic he with had his mouth going on with his gums. Yeah, it was like sure. prosthetic teeth or something that yeah. he had in. And I don't know if that's just because like you you know what Dick, 
Leonardo DiCaprio looks like. Yeah, like, just like his mouth look, like a very his mouth mouth looks yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got to got make this guy look a bit worse. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I like those like quieter moments. Yeah, which I think yeah. he, he does really well. Oh when man, he, he's, he's so good at that. Um, like you know, when he's slowly poisoning her and like he's like agonizing over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really great. And then like. Robert De Niro is like probably like one of the best villain roles in the last ten years. Like it's it's just so good. Yeah, he's chilling, man. Like yeah. how he was like everybody's best friend. Yeah, it's just so cruel. It's just know? like yeah, oh man, it's just like brutal. So yeah. brutal. Well, I I've learned the lesson that like anytime that Robert De Niro gives me advice, I'm going to do the opposite. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I think like because that's something that threw me not threw me off, but that's something that felt a bit like I, I would have liked to be a bit different. It's like because at the end, the end is like very much focused on like that community, right? That those Native American that yeah. that community of people and and like how they're not defined by this and like it's basically about their story. Yeah, like that end scene of like that brilliant shot of uh, the, the the drums yeah. and like that, and I'm like, yeah, that's great, but that's not what I just watched. <laughs> like you just, like, I feel I like, say, yeah, I I think if you asked Scorsese, he would say like, this is actually Molly's story. Yeah, um, but I didn't feel like it was because it didn't spend a lot of time with like looking at it from yeah. their point of view. No, I think sense, I think you know I, mean? I think that's completely fair. But I mean, not that you can because that's that's not what this. Well, the, says he's not a fucking Native American. Well, the yeah, and the the intrigue in the story is in like the criminal element. Yeah, right? yeah, um, yeah. I mean, also, it's true. I don't know what I want. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Really, I just feel like a bit more of that might have been a bit better. Felt like they were a bit like on. They were a bit like on the outskirts, like character wise. It was like they were there, but they were just a part of the white yeah, man's story. Yeah, like yeah, like Molly gets a lot of screen time and her sisters do like in the first part yeah, but then yeah. they die right so yeah, and then, and then there's like all the basically all the significant like indigenous characters die except yeah. for molly right and like don't really have anything to do yeah except you know yeah. apart from like like i did yeah, like that murdered. like it it focused a lot on how like they took matters into their own hands like people weren't right. helping them there and like yeah. they they got the FBI to come out because they went to Yeah, that's what Washington. I mean, but that was like a, a very quick, like, seemed like a very quick, short scene of like, oh, look, there they were. Like, look, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, then they did that, and then let's move on. <laughs> it's like, well, <coughs> surely, surely they could have gone some of it. Yeah, we'll cut that bit out. <laughs> um, it's like, surely they could have gone into a bit more detail about what that meant. It was like, well, yeah, they got that one tiny scene of her talking to the president. It's like, that was it. So... My my reaction to that is I feel like maybe that's like a moment of truth where like that's all it took is like she went up right. to like Calvin Coolidge and said face. and said like hey we're being murdered out there and he yeah, said okay thank us? you because <laughs> um, that's the thing about Coolidge is that he was apparently like like he would never say anything to anybody like he was oh, the right. quietest guy in the world so right, right. maybe that's all it did take and then he's like hey okay we should start up an investigation on this yeah um, that's, that's, I think that's what I'm trying to say like a bit more of that I felt like because that didn't involve any of the main characters that we were supposed to be following they kind of just went through that oh yeah and then they went there and did that and, yeah and now Jesse Clements is here and it's like okay, well it's like I didn't feel like I didn't really get any any information on that maybe that would have been boring I don't know like not necessary well, I'm, I'm very interested in 
book after this oh, to yeah, yeah. see like because Scorsese obviously chose to focus on the story of the uncle and, yeah. and oh, yeah. the nephew right exactly. and yeah. does that actually like bear weight in the in the book or when um, he and Eric Roth who's the other screenwriter on there going through and said like that's where the meat is right. yeah I'd be interested to see if the book how the how that uh, how it the Ernest character is portrayed in the book because they, I feel like they gave him even more leeway to to be sympathetic. Where it's like, no, he actually did fall in love with her, and like it wasn't because it was arranged. <laughs> but I feel like in, in reality, that definitely would be. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, it it does paint like a a really gray area there. He's, he's like complicit in the murder of her siblings right. and also like attempting to murder her. But it does like show that he has like genuine feelings for her right but did he though I feel that's what I mean like, I think he did well I think the movie wants yeah to anyway, that's did. what I mean exactly the movie is trying to say he does but did, did he in real life I don't, I don't know I'm not convinced that, uh, that that many married people even like each other so <laughs> I know that's a good show the ones that aren't trying to murder each other can't stand each other <laughs> yeah exactly so like maybe we shouldn't put that on Scorsese yeah it's just about life to listen to this yeah <laughs> like what uh, what what parts of the, the movie work the most for you? Um, that's a good question. Like you said, like, I think the like, the real quiet bits with, especially with De Niro and, and uh, DiCaprio, where there's, because there's so much of that, even like the very start where he first comes in, and he's yeah. just like immediately straight away he's just like in his head he's, a, he's, he's already like he's already out. identified that this kid yeah. I'm just gonna use yeah this is a useful idea yeah like straight away first time he comes in and sits with him and he's just like doing all those little things where it's just like you, wrap, you get that wrapped up in you <laughs> yeah I was uh, I was really struck by the the Molly's mother's death scene. Yeah, that was, that really, was well. actually like, really well done. The sound design in that yeah, scene was yeah. just like like incredibly striking. Yeah, um, that was beautiful actually. And then, like like I said, I already mentioned before, I like, I love the turn in the third act where you know it's focusing on you know people who are actually coming in and actively trying to solve right. the murders and seeing like how easy it actually is because like basically everybody in the town is complicit in, in these murders that yeah. everyone's just kind of like acting like a parasite you know what I think I think the the bit that affected me the most was when they did when they showed the murder of was it Annie her, oh god her, yeah and then 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 just hard cut to a dead little girl and that, I was that, just like I, I was, was like that was because that was such a cold scene of the yeah. murder that girl like it was nothing to it yeah and then boom, here it is, another dead girl, and it was just like, holy shit, this is yeah. this is bad. <laughs> so I was I was hard. That was hard to watch. Yeah. No, and it's it's crazy how how relevant that movie right. is. Uh, yeah, today. That's, like, what, like, that's exactly what so I was like, thinking. I was like Like being in Canada right now when, you know, we have all those like mass graves being yeah. uncovered oh, yeah. and like yeah. the the missing indigenous women committee like right. yeah. trying to solve all these like thousands and thousands of murders that uh, that like just remain unsolved because people don't really care that much when that no, happens it's bad it's crazy to think about like that kind of, and there's uh, another scene that really got me as well that made me think of like that's probably not too far off what it is today is when he 
<laughs> when for some reason they let him go and talk to the lawyer <laughs> before the case started. You know, and, he, and, he went, and he goes into that like Mason's hall and it's just white guys yeah. just staring down at him and I'm like, yeah, that's like the well, it, the it, rich elite that just run everything and it, do whatever they want. It really makes me think of like the Trump trials that are going on this right is now. That's what I mean. Like, the, like you the, turn on the, the news and yeah. it's the same thing. It's just all these white, crusty white dudes who it's think like, they can do whatever, the, whatever they want. Come on, and, we got to stick together yeah, here. Like we're like, gonna take care of you. Yeah, it's like do do this. Uh, oh, I I will say like my my absolute favorite scene of the movie was when um, that character is introduced pretty late. Kelsey is like in his lawyer's office ask because his because his wife is already dead um presumably he's already killed his wife and he's asking about whether he can adopt oh, her children <laughs> if he adopts her children and then they die would he inherit oh that was the <laughs> guy's reaction to it was that like was that his lawyer he was talking yeah, to that was his lawyer and then <laughs> the and his, like, his lawyer says uh, you know, realize this implicates you. Yeah, you realize you've just it, told me that you're, you're, you're planning to adopt and murder your children. It's like, well, not <laughs> if it's not legal yeah, to do that. I'm not going to do it if I'm not going to be able to legally do it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? That was just... Yeah, that got a laugh from the whole thing. Yeah, like, everybody burst so loud for that that's one. That's crazy. Um, and then what else really worked for me was, uh, like, how it turned into the radio drama. At yes. The end. Like, I, that I was think really that was weird, weird. That was, like, I wasn't expecting that because... Because I, I saw that Jack White was in it from the White Stripes, and then I saw his character name was like, uh, what do you call it, like radio place, like, yeah. and I was like, that's weird. I don't remember. And I got it was getting real late in the movie, and I'm like, did I just miss where there was like a bit with the radio <laughs> station? White, yeah. And then, uh, then, then, yeah, I thought that was a really clever way of doing because like. Normally, to do just text on the screen, right? And then this happened, and he ended up in jail. Yeah, no, no, like, and that's like really, it's really a thousand done, times better than just yeah, doing it's really like a, done to death. I was so yeah, like, that was a really fresh way to do it. Yeah, that was really well done, and they putting himself in it as well. Yeah, they no, I, I thought there. that was the most powerful. Well, aside from the you know the, the hard cut to the dead girl, yeah, the most powerful yeah, part of the delivery. The end there was amazing. It was so good, and like I said, like I think that framing, like. You know, he wants to tell you that you know this is this is Molly's story, um, and then obviously like it'd be up to you to decide like whether or not you know this story really did, did justice and it really is her story. I think it's it's a good argument that you know when you have Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro in your movie, like they're gonna yeah they're, they're gonna take the they're gonna take the, the focus right? <laughs> they're gonna take the focus uh, you know probably you know not rightfully so away from you know the victims of it but that's the that's the decision that they ended up going yeah. in um yeah so i guess we kind of kind of recap the yeah the pretty, story there uh, well, one thing i did want to ask you about because i saw some people like not happy with it on twitter i guess but what did you think of the introduction of brendan fraser's character when he went when like basically he just like stands up and starts yelling <laughs> in the courtroom. What, what were people unhappy about? People were saying that 
I, I've not, I've still not seen the whale. Did you see the whale? Yeah. And people, was, was he still wearing like whale? I don't know if like, it was that, but people were saying like it looked like he came right from this, this character from the whale just got plopped into this movie and he's just like <laughs> this big bad guy shouting and stuff. Well, yeah, he he. Well, I think he was a little thinner than he was in the whale, but he definitely like had some like because we saw him at the Oscars when he got his thing. He's not that heavy. No, no, no. So people were upset that he's like. I, I didn't I didn't see the discourse, but I guess they were just saying. Like, I think they just thought he was a bit. I don't know, cartoony or something, maybe. Oh, I don't but know. But I thought he was, I thought he was I good. Did. Yeah, no, I, I always love seeing him. Like, yeah. he's, he's great. And then, I guess we can talk about some other heavy hitters in the movie. Like, I already mentioned Jesse Plemons, who... Yeah. It's just so great every time he come, he shows up. Yeah, that guy can do so much. With yeah. Doing so little. It's crazy. It's just, it's like he's... It's like he's just got that face, right? He can, I do, like, yeah. The, so the face tells a, a lot of story. Right? Like, doesn't need to do much with it either. He just changes, like... <laughs> and, yeah, I don't think he raised his voice once the entire time. Oh. No. Just, like, a soft whisper. Yeah, and it's interesting, because he could do Sinister so well at doing that as well. Yeah. But I think he was perfect for that character as well. Like, just feel like... Do you know the, the name of the guy who played Byron? I don't I know. I didn't. I didn't recognize him. I didn't recognize him either. And I thought that character was a bit kind of underserved. Well, he was a little bit of a wallflower. Like, for a like, lot of it. Like, like, like you really could have not had that character, and it wouldn't have made any difference. Like, yeah, like it. Like he really like you. He just seemed like an extension of like yeah, Hale. Yeah, because yeah, um, that's kind of what I. That, that's kind of that was one of the things I thought about like, when it's based off of a book or a true story it's like oh well, we have to have his brother in it because his brother was important in yeah. this guy's life and it's like well if you look at the story the brother's not important at all I mean yeah he was involved but yeah I think it's just I, a, a character that you don't need I think you're probably right like it was probably would be cleaner if he just wasn't there like like I get that well, he was I get that he was like Hale's bright hand man and whatever and he was the, and he was his, and he was his brother so it was easier to get him brought in but I mean, you didn't need it. Does it you didn't, didn't have any. I have no memorable scenes of him doing anything that I'm like, oh, I didn't use. Not when really. He, like, when yeah, he, he did a, that, that was great. He was a part of the murder, and he wasn't even the star of that murder. <laughs> exactly. It's um, like, could have just been any random guy just doing that. It's a little bit of a nitpicky thing of mine, but like in the opening scene when um, when Ernest is arriving at the house, and he's saying hi to everybody. He's like, well, hi, brother. It's like, you gotta tell the audience like how these people know each other. <laughs> and then, not only that, but then, it, and then like, you wouldn't see him for for a while. Yeah, and then he'd like come a, back and he'd be like, hey, brother. Yeah. You remember how I have your brother? And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's his yeah, brother. Do you remember how we grew up together? Remember how I don't have a recognizable face or have anything to do with this yeah. movie? <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I feel like a few, a few of the casting choices, like, like a few of the characters kind of meld in together. Yeah. It's like um, normally when they take a book, or, or and they and they adapt it. You take like five, you you say like five characters and just put them into one because like you can't have five characters in a movie. It's not gonna work. Just yeah. have one person do all those things. Yeah, there's like there's Blackie and AC. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> four different. Like, and like to be honest, I'm, I've struggled a bit to follow yeah. in parts. I, where I was like, who is this now? And like, why are they mumbling? I, I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> I sort of felt bad for the guy, like the moonshine guy, that he kind of talked <laughs> yeah. into being a party to two murders. Yeah. When, like he really didn't want to, really didn't want to. <laughs> Although do to it. be fair, like when he asked him, "Are you want you to do a murder?" He's like, "Oh no, don't do any of that." He's like, "What if it was told you was an Indian?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I'll do yeah. that." But, you know, that, that's a good <laughs> like, point. Okay, I, maybe, I don't, back. maybe I don't feel bad. For <laughs> that's what I mean. Everyone you might, everyone you might feel bad for in that movie, like, yeah. you know, you're a scumbag. Apart from like, yeah, his wife, right? 
Well, it really kind of gets to the heart of like why those murders took place, and like yeah. they they link that together with like the the like Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I wasn't expecting them to bring that in. How it's like, the you know, Klan was in there for a scene. Well, it really shows, like, you know, how you can have a moral code and whatnot, but if you're a white person and there's, like, a person of color who has, like, wealth, yeah. then you could just see that they don't, uh, they don't deserve that, so why, why not you can just go yeah, and that was like, and that was, commit a trial. that was kind of, like, the main point that maybe was trying to make, right? It's like... How, how, you, how society can just like it's like the in a totally nefarious way just sort of like take over or wipe out yeah. a, a, another section just because you want that stuff yeah. when, it, when it wasn't like I mean even though there was a lot of horrible murders and stuff it wasn't like oh we're going to go in and this is going to be this huge thing it's like no we're going to plan this over decades yeah, like it's by just, like marrying people off yeah, and like, like slowly death, picking people death, away death by a thousand yeah, cuts just, like to, just to slowly take over these this, this it's whole, really like, whole race of people yeah, just like in a just really a horror, horrible way yeah. <laughs> it's just like well, that's fucking brutal yeah. it's not like they went in and bombed them all out of their houses like now we're just going to pretend to be their yeah. friends for 50 years and then marry them, marry them all off to our family and then well, slowly kill him off and get the inheritance it's like and that's dark shit man that's why I think like the comparisons to Tulsa are so powerful because like really you're showing like two two ways to do the same yeah, thing yeah right yeah exactly um, you could either bomb them out or you could just like, like what marry you to them and then slowly poison them yeah yeah well um getting to the end of the ride here so that's Killers of Flower Moon uh, do you have any last thoughts uh, no like I said good movie good never watch again <laughs> I might I might I don't yeah. know I mean it's long if it wasn't so long I might watch it again but uh, saying that there's like there's a lot more, there's a lot more movies that I should probably see that I haven't seen before or we've started re-watching stuff I'd say for people who are going to catch this on Apple like I think you know it, the movie divides pretty well into three chunks so yeah, you can watch true. it in three decent sittings if the, the runtime um, you know might be scaring you like just treat it like it's a treat it like it's a miniseries yeah and um, I still I still I'm, I still do I'm, I'm of the opinion that it would have been a great miniseries like obviously you wouldn't have got the same caliber of actors in there but like they could have done you could do a you could do a ten part miniseries on that story and, and, yeah. and really dig into some stuff that's, that's what I was saying on the way here, right? I was like, he wants, he wanted to do that, but in a movie, and I'm like, I, I like this, all this stuff, but I just feel like it's too long to just dump in one thing and have it to be one story. I'm like, like I'd love to just spend an hour on, like, the first, like, half an hour of that movie and, and then just, like, have a break, move on, do something else. Because they spanned a lot of time as well. It was like... I was I kept I kept getting whiplash like oh they've got kids now yeah. how old are these kids and then they were like making a big yeah, deal she, that she was pregnant I was like don't they have kids I'm yeah, confused Molly just comes around the corner and well that that in itself was a great scene because you know they announce that they're pregnant with their third child and then Robert De Niro is just like quietly <laughs> quietly like like, like serious like calculating how much of like, the inheritance is going to that kid <laughs> he's like well you're supposed to be killing your wife by now like yeah, why, well, are you, why? why are you having more children with her like <laughs> oh god it's just like 
such an evil character. Like, yeah, he's so it's, great it's the way great he's so job. great the way like he just didn't react at all, and yeah. like in him not reacting, you could yeah, you he, could see it in his eyes that he he's realizes like, furious like, about oh, it. I'm supposed to be reacting yeah. positively. Okay, Jeez. here we go. Yeah. No, but yeah, like I said, great, great movie. I would definitely be a huge recommendation. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's, a, it's just a, one of those things with Scorsese movies where I'm like, I'm glad I watched it. I can appreciate that it's an incredible movie, but I don't know. I, I think I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I, good. I'm good. I now. say you should watch it, then then realize it's a stone cold masterpiece, like I said. <laughs> yeah, you're a you're a, you're a Marty stan. Yeah, I guess I guess I am. Well, you know, he's not going to be with us that much longer, so he needs all the stands he could get. Yeah, but he hates Marvel Cinematic Universe, man. Yeah, I feel like at this point he's just saying stuff because just it just riles people up and then gets them in the news, right? So good. What did, good you, for what him. did you see? He joined Letterboxd this week. Yeah, he, now yeah, he's, got, he did. Now he's the most followed person on there, so he's doing all right. I don't feel bad for him. Yeah, I think like he's always like popping up on his daughter's Twitter account and oh, stuff. Yeah? Um, I, I just read an interview with him that says, like, he still doesn't use email. Because, <laughs> like, he, I, think, I think I read that somewhere as well. Like, it's he like, doesn't, doesn't trust technology I was, or whatever. I was, I was sent an email, and, like, 26 people are CC'd, and I'm like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I saw that I'm same like, article. Good, it's like, I don't know any of these people. You, Marty. <laughs> just don't use it. <laughs> All right, so I guess that, that's it. That's it, right? We just need to figure out how we're going to wrap these up. We need, like, a sign-off or something. Um... And that's the final word. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good. good. Yeah. Okay. Off to the podcast history right there. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This okay. Is... I hope this was entertaining. Yeah. I hope it will get better. This is the first one. Give us, yeah. give us a break. <laughs> All right. Signing off. What, what do you think the next one's going to be, Trevor? Have you got any ideas for episode two? Um, What's coming out? I don't know. The, the Marvels? Marvels. Coming out soon, yeah. right? Get some, some like popcorn shit instead yeah exactly so <laughs> it's, it's not all gonna be like high art here right well we'll see keep okay. a lookout on the feeds oh we're supposed to plug the email right? oh yeah yeah the email address is uh um <laughs> first look final word pod at gmail.com whoever the first ever email is i'm gonna give them a special prize because i'm gonna be shocked if we ever get an email <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll give you something special wow there you go that's a guarantee okay so it's a guarantee all right, and once again, thank you. Okay. And that's the final word. Goodbye.